Hello, chefs. This is Chef's PSA Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Natero. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why you're only as good as your last meal. Stay tuned. Now, before we get into it, let me give you a brief update. For those of you that missed the update last week, I have a free ebook that I just put out, Food Cost Mastery. It's on my website, chefspsa.com forward slash books. You can get it for free. And it's a companion to the three-part food cost episode I did a while back. Make sure you go get it. It's free. Like, you don't want free knowledge? What's wrong with you? The other thing, for those of you who speak Italian that have been waiting for the books, I just finished the last book's translation literally right before I jumped on this podcast to start recording, How Not to Be the Biggest Idiot in the Kitchen. I'm going to publish it tomorrow and it normally takes about 24 hours to go live so by monday september 18th the book should be live so all the books are available in italian spanish and english and as i just said chefspsa.com forward slash books and so what's the reason for this episode one because i saw a post the other day by my friend from susio talk chef david susio and his post was you're only as good as your last meal and it got me thinking because I have a chef's PSA that says, if you're only as good as your last meal, that means you could completely redeem yourself with your next. So as I mentioned earlier today, I was translating the how not to be the biggest idiot in the kitchen. And I reread what I had written in the first book I ever wrote about how you're only as good as your last meal, but the redemption arc opportunity is there. And it got me thinking I wanted to do an episode on this and talk about it a little bit, maybe to expand upon the subject and alleviate some of that pressure that people have because of that expression, you're only as good as your last meal. And let's break down what that means a little bit. The reason people say that is because what matters is now. The food that's in front of you today, the food that you're serving, what you're cooking at this moment, that's what matters. What you cooked before doesn't matter. What you plan on cooking tomorrow doesn't matter. The customer right in front of you is what matters at this moment. So with that being said, if the food that you're serving right now is not good, then the current impression, which may be the final impression from the person eating your food, will not be a good one. So in their mind, you're only as good as your last meal. And if the last meal wasn't good, well, then you're not good. Now, is that 100% accurate? No, not necessarily. Because maybe they've come to your restaurant 10 times, and 9 out of the 10 times it was exceptional, but the one last time it wasn't. Well, the person with common sense will say, maybe they had an off night. We have history with this person. Clearly, we've had good experiences there. They know how to cook. They must be having an off night. We'll be back. It will leave a little bit of a bad impression on their mind. Now, let's assume you're not the chef for a moment. And let's just say you're a cook on the line. Well, if the chef has no frame of reference with you and they've never seen you cook before and you put up food and it's not great, then that's their impression. You're only as good as that meal that you put up. That doesn't mean that you can't redeem yourself, but that means in the moment, that's the only thing they have to go off of. Now, if you're consistently putting up bad food, then they're going to determine that you're not a good cook or you're not a good chef. And you can't blame them, right? That's their impression of you. That's the only frame of reference that they have trying your food. And it hasn't been a good one. Think about it like this. Your restaurant comes highly recommended by a friend and they go in and they eat and you have an off night. 
and they have a terrible experience, they're going to say, ah, you know what? I'm never going back there. It wasn't a good experience. You might like it, but I don't. And when people are paying their money, that's a consideration. A lot of people don't go out to eat five nights a week. Maybe it's someone that's on a budget and they only go out to eat once a month. So that means they only eat at 12 restaurants a year. Now, if you're living in a primary market with a lot of good restaurants and they could only eat out 12 times, the likelihood of them hitting your restaurant twice is low. And it's probably zero if the one time that they go, it's not great. So you have to keep that in mind. Every single guest that's coming into your restaurant, it might be the last time you ever see them. And it's the only time that you have an opportunity to make a good impression on them. You could even take that in context if you're doing an interview at a place or maybe you're a stage. And I know stages are a controversial subject. So maybe you're the new cook. Whatever the case may be, it's a new kitchen. But this is the only time they've seen you cook. If you're interviewing, you might not be coming back tomorrow if you have an off day. And it doesn't mean you're a bad cook. It just means that you weren't the best cook on that day. So is this the end? You serve a bad meal. You undercooked the chicken. You overcooked the steak. You sent out the dish a little bit too salty. It's not the end of the world. Every single chef out there that you know has had a bad day. There's not one chef that hits a home run every single time they're at bat. Doesn't exist. Fairy tale land. I'll share a personal story with you. When I was coming up as a chef, my career was on the up. And I thought I was an unstoppable force in the kitchen, at least in the city that I was in. I was in a lot of magazines and I was getting a lot of accolades. But one thing leads to another. And before you know it, the restaurant that I'm at is closing. And that was a huge blow to my ego because a lot of people, myself sometimes included, thought I was done for. That's it. Done. Will not recover from this bad review or this bad service or this restaurant closure. That happens to a lot of chefs. But there's two ways that you could take that. One, you could take it as an opportunity to get better. Or two, you could take it as a literal failure and never come back from it. And this is where it becomes a critical choice for you. What are you going to do? Fork in the road. Do you believe the criticism? Do you believe that you're only as good as your last meal and there's no opportunity to recover? Or is it the hero's journey, the redemption arc, slaying the dragon? It's not about how many times you get knocked down. It's about how many times you get up. We've all seen this story. I mean, every single Hollywood movie is based off of it. Every single character arc and every great story is based off of it. So why doesn't it apply to cooking? It does, I'll tell you that. If you know the stories of a lot of great chefs, you know, one chef that comes to mind is Thomas Keller. He opened up Raquel Restaurant in New York. It closed. He had a series of bad luck before he ever opened up the French Laundry. And then now... One could argue he's the greatest American chef to ever live. How many other chefs has that happened to? When I was down in the dumps years, years ago, because I had a bad review, a chef came up to me, a chef friend of mine, and, and really lifted me up and gave me encouraging words that I needed to hear at that time. He said, this is the first time you've failed big. I've failed big lots of times. You have, you have the night, cry into your beer, have a pity party, but tomorrow, get back after it. Now, the fact of the matter is, tomorrow I didn't get back after it. It took me some time, but it was the message. It was the message that I could have accepted failure and given up then and there. And the truth of the matter is, a lot of chefs that I came up with aren't in the game anymore. And I'm not saying I'm in the chef game anymore. I mean, I'm chef podcasting or content creation, writing books. But I know many chefs that had a little bit of bad luck and never recovered from it. It's a common story in our industry. So when you're facing this situation, 
what do you do? Do you choose to recover or not? So if the expression is you're only as good as your last meal, then the reverse must be true also, right? You can't have one force without an equal and opposite force, right? This is the laws of the universe, right? Yin and yang, so on and so forth, right? Dark and light, good and bad, etc. For those of you that might not know, and I think this to be true, so I, I could be wrong, but the yin and yang symbol has two fish on it, a black fish and a white fish. And within the two fish, there's a little dot of white in the black, and there's a little dot of black in the white. And they're chasing each other. And what that represents is there's always a little bit of opportunity for chaos in one or the other. The dark is always transforming into the light and the light is always transforming into the dark. So what does that mean? That means take this example for a moment. Let's say you're a chef who's never achieved much in their career. You've never put out a great meal. You've never had your own restaurant. You've never had any success at all. Your food is below average, nothing exceptional. But one day you just wake up and you decide, today is the day I'm going to change everything. And you write the best menu you've ever written. And you cook like you've never cooked before. And you create some amazing, beautiful food. And the right person walks into your restaurant and they try it for the first time. It could completely change the trajectory of your career. So everything that came before did not matter because in one moment of brilliance, you created something exceptional. So then that's the message today. If you're only as good as your last meal, then greatness is really only one meal ahead. You have a complete redemption arc right in front of you. For the taking, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to sit there and let it slip through your fingers? Or are you going to use this as an opportunity to show your greatness? Anyway, I leave that up to you. Food for thought. If you want to support the show, you know what to do. Go to chefspsa.com. You get all the books there. We have merch. The Happy Cook Hat is still available. T-shirts like Sucker Free Kitchens. It's going to be hoodie season, so you can get a couple of hoodies that I have available there as well. Go get the free e If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and like the video. If you're on Spotify, make sure you leave five stars. Nothing less than five stars. I greatly appreciate it. See you next week. Hit the porno music. 